Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Conversations with Mark Becker, a podcast produced by Georgia State University. I'm your guest host, Tim Rennick, Senior Vice President for Student Success here at Georgia State. You can find this episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play, or watch it on YouTube. In this podcast, we will discuss the future of higher education in America and beyond. We'll dive into the challenges and opportunities facing higher education and explore policies and practices that show promise of a brighter future. I hope you will find these conversations stimulating and thought-provoking. And if you do, please subscribe so that you will not miss future episodes. Again, I'm your guest host, Georgia State Senior Vice President Tim Rennick, and today my guest is Maury Cotter. Uh, Maury has served for 25 years at the University of Wisconsin in the Office of Quality Improvement. And over that time period, you had the opportunity to oversee uh, University of Wisconsin-Madison's strategic plan mm -hmm. and a lot of the processes for improvement. You were a consultant to many of the academic units at University mm -hmm. of Wisconsin as well, offering advice and so forth. So welcome. It's great to have you here Thank today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. And it's good to reconnect. Uh, Maury mm -hmm. is an old friend of uh, Georgia State, our president, mm -hmm. Mark Becker, and uh, more recently, we've got to know each other as well. So it's great, right. great to have a chance to talk to you. So I think the first question is uh, help people understand what do we mean when we talk about a strategic mm -hmm. plan, especially at the mm -hmm. university level, and, and why is it important? Mm -hmm. um, I think a strategic plan answers key questions for an institution. And the first thing I do when I start working with someone is ask them, you've got a, a, a finished strategic plan, what questions has it answered for you? What does it tell you? And the fundamental questions of strategic plan include, you know, who are we? Who do we serve? What do they need? Where are we trying to go? Where are we now in relation to that? What do we need to do to get from here to there? So those are the fundamental questions. And, and of course, you want ones that are unique to your institution as well. And I think it, it's important because um, you know we're all busy every day. And a lot of our time is soaked up fixing problems and being reactive to things that happen. And what a plan can do is help you shift enough of that energy towards creating a better future mm -hmm. for your institution and those that you serve. And, and once you've created it, it can also help you tell your story and tell your story to people inside so they can be aligned around it, inspired by it. Tell your story to external people. It can help you attract talent because they're inspired by it. It can even help you raise new money. Mm -hmm. So maybe mm -hmm. an example would be helpful here. So you mentioned yeah. it helps an institution understand who they are or who the institution yes. is. What does that look like at a place like University of Wisconsin? How was it different before and after uh, you worked on the strategic plan at Wisconsin when it came to Wisconsin having an, an identity and so forth? Um, one of the standout things that's unique, a lot of institutions have very much in common. Our missions mm -hmm. are very similar. Uh, one of the things that's very strong um, and held um, dearly uh, in our institution is the Wisconsin idea. We're one of the first public institutions that really said our, our research should impact the state. And, and that, of course, has gone beyond to impacting the world. Mm -hmm. So putting a name on that um, and saying, what does that mean? And what are we going to do to make that happen? I think that was a piece that, that uh, distinguishes our plan and helped us raise it to another level. 
And so then that became part of the research image of the university where more faculty proposed research that centered on Wisconsin issues and Wisconsin problems and donors mm -hmm. were more likely to give who were concerned about the health yes. of the Wisconsin community right. more broadly. And reaching education out to um, you know, those beyond the residential students, mm -hmm. um, which is something that we're working on a lot now, trying to expand our reach to realizing that people have learning needs throughout their lifetime. Mm -hmm. Great, great. So you've been doing this a long time. Yes. In fact, I would say that you're one of the few <laughs> national pioneers who for decades have led this discussion of yeah. strategic planning and uh, design thinking and so forth at the university level. So has mm -hmm. it, how has it changed over the last 25 years? Uh, What's that's, different now than that's an when interesting you started? Question. So when we started, it was viewed as a corporate approach. And um, we did our first plan stealth. <laughs> and we did not call it strategic planning. In fact, David Ward was our provost at the time. He realized there were things that we needed to do. And he found a faculty written summary of the last self-study literally on the shelf. And he took it off and he said, they got it. These are the things we need to be doing. And he put them on an overhead foil that, that dates it. <laughs> and he used that foil in every talk that he gave. Um, in hiring talent, in allocating resources. And I would argue that's one of the best strategic plans I've ever seen mm -hmm. is that I still have it, that mm -hmm. overhead foil with, with bullet points on it. So th that's, it, it, in, and that gave a legitimacy, the fact that it was a faculty written document. He didn't feel mm -hmm. like he had the authority as a provost to say these are our priorities in mm -hmm. our culture. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you flash forward now, most institutions have a plan. It's often expected by accrediting organizations, but there's a, a, a there's an amazing range of types of plans. Um, I just worked with a university or, or uh, talked with a university recently that um, paid fourteen million dollars to an external consulting firm to help them develop their plan. Oh, right. Right. Wow. Uh, so to you know somebody deciding that there are three priorities and mm -hmm. it can be top down, bottom up, broadly engaged or not. So there's a wide variety, but I, and sometimes they're you know down through the organization where there are plans at the various levels, mm -hmm. and sometimes not. So th there's a lot of variety, um, but I think people are are starting to ask in those questions and starting to have some kind of a guiding document. So that leads to the natural question. All these different types of plans out there, different levels, different approaches, faculty-led, mm -hmm. administration-led, staff-led, what makes for an effective strategic plan? Um, I think first that it answers key questions mm -hmm. and, and that it helps advance your mission. Uh, but but the most important is probably execution. Mm -hmm. um, uh, a lot of plans are stuck on the shelf, mm -hmm. and they stay there. And um, David, when he took the one off the shelf, he said, the most radical thing I did was pull a plan off the shelf and implement <laughs> it. Um, so I, I think um, that, and, and also it is understanding execution within the culture the culture of higher education and the specific culture of your own institution. Uh, um, culture eats strategy for breakfast. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't have an understanding of how to move things in your culture, uh, you can just come up against resistance. So I, I, th I think of it as 
what's always in my head is the concept of pull versus push. And um, there's a wonderful quote um, from a book called um, Leading from Within by Robert Pater, and he, he equates it to the martial arts. And he says, uh, in the martial arts, the most effective way to move people is to first make contact with them, then join in their direction of movement, and finally to steer them to the desired course. Yeah, and that to me makes a lot of sense in it. And um, it, it helps in our culture, and I, I think it helps in any culture. Um, the other thing that helps support do, doing all that is I recommend that your planning documents be two documents, that there's one that's one to four pages that I call the strategic framework that has the mission, the vision, the, you know, the priorities, the fundamental parts of it. And that's high level, longer time range, <clears throat> broad audience. You can use it over and over again, and people can get to know it. Um, and then there's the internal action plan that answers who's going to do what by when. Mm -hmm. And that changes frequently. That's internal. That's more detailed. Um, a lot of people put them together, and it's out of date before you start. Mm -hmm. And you can't find the important parts, and people don't know it. Um, and, and, and if you haven't answered the question who, you don't have a plan yet. Mm -hmm. So you really have to get down to the who's going to do. So if I'm understanding parts. you, the point of a strategic plan is not the plan. It's the change that the plan helps the campus to bring about and yes. to enact. Yes. And, and the effective plan is one that motivates and gives people guideposts in order to right. lead, lead this change. Now, our yeah. listeners may not know this, but uh, this conversation has direct bearing upon Georgia State because early on in our yes. current strategic plan, which That's was right. approved in January 2011, you and David Ward both mm -hmm. came to campus, mm -hmm. colleagues of uh, President Becker, and right. helped us uh, uh, think about how we might approach strategic planning differently than mm -hmm. we have in the past. Mm -hmm. So maybe tell us a little bit about yes. that uh, history yeah. and your connection with Georgia State. It was a privilege to do it then, and it's just amazing to be able to know that we had some small part in the amazing success that you all have had. Um, so what, what we really did in that piece at Mark's Invitation, uh, uh, Mark came with, you know, energy and vision and talent, but he knew he needed to engage people in order to move anything. And um, <clears throat> what we really did was help uh, with a launch, a kickoff mm -hmm. sort of event that engaged the top 40, uh, all the deans, vice presidents, and in, in a broad dialogue that put GSU in, a, in the context of higher education trends and issues, um, help think about niche um, and, and competition and opportunities that were unique to GSU. And then, and then to um, also facilitate the beginning of a dialogue about what that meant you know, mm -hmm. for all of you and what you wanted to do with it. Uh, and um, so that that was basically to tee up the, the opportunities for your conversations at a broader level towards mm -hmm. that amazing vision that you all have developed and acted on. And, and an interesting thing about that event is that um, Mark was very quiet through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. He was really about engaging his people in coming to those concepts 
on their own. Because a key component is to make the campus feel invested and for the camp uh, the plan to come organically out of Absolutely. the faculty and the staff and so forth, not to come directly down from the president. Exactly. Now, I remember because I was part of that that history and part of that group, that one thing Mark did insist on as president was that the plan be kept very concise. I know one of uh, his, his uh, wishes was that it only have five or so goals to it and that yeah. it be understandable on a single page of paper yeah, that you not have you to flip through <laughs> page after page. Yeah. So Georgia State is very different now than it was when you visited uh, uh, 10, yes. 11 years ago, right? Yes. We Back then we were 28,000 students, we're 53,000 students Amazing. this fall. Our graduation rates have exploded. We've eliminated equity gaps. Research yeah. dollars are up by uh, 100 and almost 50% and so mm-hmm. forth. So at least one might sit back and say, well, that must have been a effective strategic plan if all that that movement has occurred. Mm -hmm. What is your expert opinion about what may have made that strategic plan work and uh, uh, led Georgia State to be able to have a particularly productive uh, decade as we've had? Um, Leadership, the talent that was attracted by a bold vision, Mm -hmm. and um, execution. The execution has been absolutely amazing. And, And I think that um, it it was such an inspiring vision, um, and that has attracted so many people to be loyal mm-hmm. to the institution and to to you and I were just talking about how people stay a long time even though they might make more going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, these, these are very high, highly yeah. educated people yes. who in many cases can do a lot of things with life, but right. they have committed to higher education because they believe it's important. And if you, so you can give them a reason to come to work every day by knowing they're making a difference, that can be an incredibly Absolutely compelling true. retention tool right? Yes. For, for good staff That's and, right. and faculty. And, they see, and the fact that you are effectively executing it, they see that progress. They see the impact. It's not just an inspiring statement that attracts them. Mm-hmm. It's that they have a role in actually seeing things happen that matter. And the other thing I, I wanted to um, to emphasize and, mm-hmm. and, and compliment you all on is the fact that you're, the scale that you've, you've paid attention to. You, so you've paid attention to scaling inside your institution, but, but also externally and another favorite David Ward quote of mine is that um, higher education knows how to innovate. We have pockets of excellence everywhere, but we don't do a good job at scaling. We go on to inventing the new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you all have made a real commitment, not only, again, to scaling within, but scaling externally, sharing your story, hosting people. That's why I'm here with people from my institution today to learn uh, from what you all have done, and this podcast is an example. You're writing, you're speaking, you're speaking all over the country. Um, those things really speak to the fact that you're not that that you're doing it for such a fundamental purpose, mm-hmm. um, an inspiring purpose, and you're so devoted to that purpose that you're willing to invest that energy in raising all boats, mm-hmm. not only within your own institution, but beyond. Thank you. And you've committed your career as well to trying to scale and spread uh, good and best practices. My last question for you, but it's related mm-hmm. to your, your your last comment, is you said from the beginning that unless you have uh, institutional identity, 
you don't have a strategic plan. So as an expert, but an outsider to Georgia State, what do you see as Georgia State's institutional identity? Um, I, I would say um, the commitment to success for all students and the belief that that's possible and that the, um, the, the, the constant uh, quest to use every means that you can from technology to human nature to just hard work to um, come to that point where you are raising successes for people that would otherwise not have a chance. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, President Becker is not with us today, but I think he'd be very pleased with that oh, uh, characterization of, of Georgia State. So, Maury, thank you so much for being thank part you, of this conversation today. Uh, this has been Conversations with Mark Becker, a podcast produced by Georgia State University. And you've been listening to a conversation with Maury Cotter, a strategic planning expert from the University of Wisconsin. To hear future conversations with leaders who are helping the future of higher education, you will find Conversations with Mark Becker on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play, or you can view it on YouTube. Thanks for listening, and remember to subscribe so you will not miss future episodes. Thank you. Thank you.